everybody and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads and continuing on with our series of Around the League. Today we're going to be taking a look at possibly the worst two divisions in football, of course the NFC and AFC South. There's, there's not some, there's a lot of not pretty reading here, um, but we're going to jump in and we're going to have a look because you know we're all inclusive until we come to the second worst pairing next week, which is of course the West. Oof. Um, yeah, my Rams are not looking pretty over there, um, even with Aaron Donald tearing up. Unfortunately, you can't draft Aaron Donald in every position in fantasy football. Um, but without further ado, let's jump into the NFC South. And we're going to start off with, of course, the Atlanta Falcons, who I think have one of the more intriguing lineups um, of these because they've got the fancy 101 in rookie drafts, Bijan Robinson, who will quote... Um, Quote Arthur Smith, run the piss out of the ball. And again, I'm sorry if that's offended anyone's delicate ears, but they are going to run the ball and they'll probably be a boring team because of it. They'll run a lot and Bijan will get used a lot, which is great for fancy. Bijan will probably be um, a top five fancy pickup when we're looking at redraft. Um, it tanks Tyler Algiers and Cordero Patterson's um, value. I think Cordero Patterson will be used more as a wide receiver this year because of the lack of talent elsewhere um we'll see if he gets reclassified closer to the season but you know it, it's a very narrow tree um it's B. Jen robinson drake london kyle pitts and there's not much else even johnny smith hasn't really excited anyone i don't think desmond ridder will be okay he's a he's a soft well we don't know if he's gonna be okay actually he's a, he's a sophomore he played three or four games was the end of last season i think um yeah he was a third round pick 700 yards which means about probably i played about four games last year it wasn't great um and he he was stuck behind marcus mariota for the longest time until marcus mariota got injured um and, and was left the team in suspicious circumstances and they did ha they did bring in taylor heineke as a backup who is serviceable and, and will throw deep balls so drake london will have use but there's not much pretty on this team. Uh, the defense is okay. Uh, Jesse Bates, Jeff Okuda, that's those are good pickups they got for, for cheap. Um, but outside of that, not excited about this, except maybe Young Way Koo, um, who will be a fantastic kicker regardless. Um, let's move on to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they had the 101 this year. They picked up Bryce Young. Bryce Young will be a rookie quarterback. Not reliable. He's also a small rookie quarterback. And for those of you who um, remember Kyler's first year, it was tough sledding at times. Um, yes, he was he was great, a great passer. He's got a good offensive line. He will be okay, but he won't be world-beating, and he will be a uh, quarterback two in redraft at best. Miles Sanders goes to a better place, um, so I'm excited about his um, opportunities. Um, but the wide receiver room is... Ooh. Um, Adam Thielen as he won. DJ Chark's got pace but hasn't really been consistent. Jonathan Mingo, I think it could emerge as that wide receiver two in that setup, but it's just he hasn't got the targets to throw to, and I think it will be a longer rebuild. They've got an okay defense, nothing to write home about, and special teams, again, I'm not, you know, banking on anything there. The Saints um have tried to turn around their squad a little bit. Um, I don't think enough though. Derek Carr is not a <laughs> seminal quarterback he's, he's not going to be great he's going to be okay he's going to be very much serviceable and an upgrade from james winston and that's about all you can say really um even Taysom hill isn't getting a look in this year alvin kamara may be out for the first six games so he is going to be shaky but he will be good when he comes back 
Jamal Williams has obviously been brought in um, to be that non-pass catching running back and maybe a bit as cover. And Kendry Miller is a bit more similar to Alvin Kamara, so maybe he's been brought in um, to cover those first six games. Chris Olave will be electric. Sophomore um, boost, he was great anyway. Michael Thomas is on the slide. And outside of that, there's not many anyone else really. Juwan Johnson shows a lot of promise, but still, I don't think they've hugely committed to him. He's been around a little while and um, hasn't impressed too much. He was he flashed in games last year and um, he was a good prospect. And he I think, an interesting one to pick up. But um, yeah, there's, there's nothing too exciting here, really. And likewise with the Buccaneers, there's nothing really I really like at all. Baker Mayfield, I think, has a chance to redeem his career, but because they've got a good receiving, uh, receiving receiving crew, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but they are brought down by Baker Mayfield, so it's, it doesn't quite work. Um, Rashad White will run the backfield. We haven't seen him in volume there particularly. Um, he, he, I don't think he had a huge draft capital, third round pick, uh, average running back pick, 481 yards in his first season. I don't particularly like it, but he will be good and he will get the volume, so he will be usable. But outside of that, who else are you throwing to? Uh, it just it doesn't look great. I do think their defense is going to be solid, and, and that's what they have built around. Kalija Kansi is a great um, defensive end. Um, they've still kept Vita Vea, and you don't want to be going up against these guys. These guys are, are pretty nasty. They're pretty, pretty good. Um, so it, all in all, it's an okay team on, on defense, just not very balanced. Now, you'll notice that for all of these teams so far, I haven't spent much time because I don't think there's much time to spend on them because there's nothing much to say. For fancy relevance, that I was just looking here, and there's not many people. Um, and let's, let's do the draft. Let's do the draft. We've got one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, a flex, kicker, defense, and, of course, my rookie. And I think we all know who the rookie is going to be, and let's start there. Bijan Robleva. Bijan Robinson is going to be the pick, rookie pick for this team. Um, it's going to be quite New Orleans based, it feels like, but we're going to go with Derek Carr as our quarterback. Best of a bad bunch, really. Um, Alvin Kamara is, if he's on the field, he's the best option uh, that if anyone has got in the NFC South. Um, Sanders, close second, I think. I think he, he lands himself in a good spot. Wide receivers, we're lousy with, with decent wide receivers. Um, Mike Evans is probably the number one pick there, I would say. Maybe Godwin as the two. I think it's pretty interchangeable between those two guys. But I do like Drake London as an up-and-comer. Um, I think he's he's going to be really good um, for the Falcons this year, um, regardless of who's throwing it to him. Carl Pitts is notionally your fancy tight end number one there and maybe he's going to come good this year maybe this will be his year in a season three or four what well, don't know maybe season three um jamal williams is, is of course our flex because we love jamal williams no matter where he is will lutz is the kicker of choice across this um mainly because i've used falcons elsewhere you know what i'm actually going to go young way ku is, is going to be my, my guy but both of them are solid um kickers don't matter too much but they are he is notionally the better one Tampa on paper, maybe Atlanta has the better um, uh, has the better defense. Sorry, I, I couldn't remember what position we we're talking about. Not not an important one, obviously. Um, but I'll go with uh, Tampa for a bit of balance. And if we've already done Bijan Robinson as our rookie, so that's Carr, Kamara, Sanders, Ever Evans, London, Pitts, Jay Willie, Koo, Tampa Bay, and Bijan Robinson. All right. We whiz through that because there's not much exciting and we'll probably whiz through the other side, but we'll have a quick break and, uh, and join you on the other side after a quick message. 
well, uh, I think I've got to contemplate life a little bit after that because it was not fun going through that and I couldn't find any brighter spots. But let's hope we find some brighter spots over in the AFC South. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to. But let's start with the Houston Texans. Houston? Houston. The Houston Texans are an interesting bunch because they have bright spots. And Damian Pierce is a brilliant bright spot. He was fantastic in volume last year. I think he's still got a lot in the tank, regardless. He's in his second year. He, he was drafted relatively highly. Um, actually, no, he wasn't. He was a bit lower for... Uh, um, for a running back, but he's proven beyond his um his status. Oh, really close to a thousand yard uh, receipt, a uh, thousand yard season last year. Um, even though he was uh in a on a very very poor team behind Davis Mills, but not anymore. C.J. Stroud has taken it over um as the second overall pick. Unfortunately, second overall picks don't really have a great deal of success. Um, Sam Darnold. Uh, who else? Um, Zach Wilson of recent memory. Second picks, CJ Stroud, we'll see uh, how he goes. But I think he maybe stands out a bit more um, despite his poor Wanderlick score. I, th I think he was considered um, stupid but had a good football brain. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I can't tell because I've tried to take one of those tests before. And maybe I'll do it for the pod. They are really hard. Um, Robert Woods, veteran coming in. <laughs> He's a target. Nico Collins is probably going to be the number one there. Um, John Metchie, it's nice to see him come back from obviously a horrible illness last year. And Dalton Schultz has possibility to be the effective pass catcher too there. They're giving him something, but I don't feel like this team is going to be competitive at all, which means they're probably going to be put in situations where they're going to turn over the ball a lot and have to rely on their defense, which mm, is not great. Will Anderson Jr. is, is of course, a, a fundamental piece moving forward. There's no one here that I really want outside of Damian Pierce just for volume. And he is a fringe RB1 there. Um, yeah, they're not going to score enough touchdowns, I think, to be hugely relevant. I don't think they're going to pass, they're going to throw the ball enough to be hugely relevant. So the Houston Texans, fortunately, are looking great. Similar story with the Indianapolis Colts, unfortunately. Although I love the pick of Anthony Richardson, I think he'll start after game three. And he will then elevate the whole team. He will elevate Jonathan Taylor in that RPO game. Um, he will elevate Michael Pittman because he can throw it far. And Michael Pittman will once become, again, become a deep threat rather than just the dink and dunk guy. I think Alex Pierce will be interesting. I think Josh Downs is a really, really lovely complimentary wide receiver three. But I still don't think they're all going to be able to compete in the same way because Anthony Richardson is not going to be a volume thrower. He's going to be... Uh, a, a run and pass dual threat probably leaning more to the run maybe a bit more like Lamar Jackson in his earlier seasons so we'll have to see how it goes there the Colts defense is average nothing to write home about but I will give a bit of props out to Matt Gay who was uh, obviously with the Rams um, last year and for our um, Super Bowl season as well not a huge amount to write at home here you're not really targeting any of these guys you yeah it'd be nice to get some but uh, yeah, you're not, you're not really going after them in earnest. And the, the Colts will be okay. Uh, they, they will probably be okay in a bad, bad division. I think the guys who are going to be great in a bad division are the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, who apparently live in London now. No, not quite. <laughs> They've got two London games, um, of which I'm going to go to one. Really excited about the Wembley game on October 1st. Trevor Lawrence has got weapons. He's got Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. All of them are fancy relevant. I think Calvin Ridley is the dark horse. Um, you, you're going to see him come back and probably take that number one spot. 
Trevor Lawrence is very fancy relevant. I think he's a top 10, if not top 6 QB. Um, I think they're going to score a lot of points. And Travis Etienne, despite Tank Bigsby coming in and potentially stealing some reps, I think he will be fantastic. This is a really good offensive team. I think they're going to go for it. And Doug Peterson knows how to get Trevor Lawrence to work. And Trevor Lawrence elevates all these guys. Rather than it being a, a situation in Tampa Bay where these guys are dragged down by the quarterback, he elevates them. The um, the defense, it looks okay. Um, again, there's no one really who jumps out here. It's not a defense that I'd be going saying, yes, I need them uh, immediately, but it's okay. And Riley Patterson did really well last year um, as, a, as a kicker. Um, I think he was somewhere else last year. Maybe he came in relief, but I can't remember. Either way, he's a kicker. Um, there's, yeah, it's, it's a good team. I think that they are, have uh, the best chance of, of going back to back first in the AFC South here. Um, whether they'll be a, a relevant playoff team, it doesn't matter. But for fancy, it doesn't matter anyway. I think they will be good in the regular season. And you can probably see them winning 10 plus games as well, especially the as they got to play these guys six times. Um, so, yeah, not um, not unlikely to, uh, to to do a clean sweep of these guys because let's finish off with the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, it doesn't look great. You've got Will Levis in the second round, who is another backup QB. Um, I think he has a route to become the first, but there's going to be a camp battle between Malik Willis and Will Levis to be the number two behind Ryan Tannehill, and he will eventually get dropped out, probably around game seven, because they're not going to win much. They're going to rely heavily on running the ball, because Derek Henry can do that. Ty J Spears is an interesting dynasty pickup. I don't think he's going to be fantastic, but because of that poor QB play, Ryan Tannehill declining, Will Levis, rookie. Malik Willis has not shown a great deal of um, interest. In, he's more of a dual threat anyway, rather than a, a pure pack passer. Traylon Burks isn't interesting to me. Westbrook Aquina, Kyle Phillips. Oh, this has probably got to be the worst wide receiver room I've, I've seen across the league so far. But um, Akonkwo, Akonkwo? That's a horrible pronunciation. I'm not even going to try the first name. Um, but their tight end, I think, is interesting and if especially if will levis gets in uh the mix he will be a and he, he was already seen last year as and he had some spot starts he was a reliable target as a, as a escape valve so um i'm really interested in him he didn't score much but um when he did he, he scored in bunches so maybe better on in best ball <laughs> nothing to write home about on the, on the defense they lost some guys but it's, this is possibly the worst team in um in football i i really don't like it outside of derrick henry who is a volume guy and they're going to run him to the ground but he's hitting his he's going to it's going to be his age 30 season he's going to be turning 30 but he's probably going to be <laughs> close to the rushing leader if he stays healthy it's a weird one like bad team good players they can do but you just can't quite work out on your head especially when you're doing analysis this early on in the year right that's that's the teams there and who we who we could bring into our fancy lineup so similar kind of stuff uh, you know, I raved about him already, but Trevor Lawrence has got to be the quarterback that we pick for the AFC South. Henry has got to be the running back, and JT has got to be the other running back. I think those three are really, really good, and I'm really excited to see how those guys go because they will be will play well. Um, Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to be great on the Jags. Um, Michael Pittman will be a serviceable wide receiver two. Um, he'll be on the edge of wide receiver one. He'll be the de definite number one in that offense as well. Um, Dalton Schultz is the t only tight end outside of Evan Ingram, but I like other Jags players better, and we're trying to balance it out a little bit. Yeah. I, I could go Schultz or Ingram, but Schultz I think has the most opportunity. And the flex in the AFC looks great. Um, Damian Pierce is going to be great. 
Matty Gay gets it, um, gets a, an option for the Colts there at kicker. I think the Jags defense probably does look the best out of the four. Yeah, it probably does, you know. And uh, I'm going to go with um, my guy, Anthony Richardson. He was a my guy. He is a my guy rookie, but I think maybe later on in the season, it probably doesn't quite match up to Bijan Robinson. But we'll see how they match up um, when we come back. We'll uh, take a look at both teams in a, in a fancy, you know, head to head and see how they all stack up. Well, that went badly. Um, yeah, they do not like these teams. So as we've done um, with all the other leagues, we, we've put it into Roto Trade, done some team analysis, and it's come back bad. And I don't know why this bad. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think either of these teams stand a, a good chance of anything much. Um, the NFC South slightly better than the AFC South. We'll, we'll have to see if that plays out in our heads. But I think it probably does, um, if only for the fact that you've got Bijan Robertson elevating that team massively. But at QB, you know, I'd, I'd pick Trevor Lawrence over to Derek Carr. Just, and I think these guys um, maybe maybe see the same thing as well. Um, Henry and JT get the nod at running back um, over Bijan and Alvin Kamara. I think I agree with that as well. Um, Evans over Ridley. Yeah, I, I think Evans over Ridley makes sense. Um, Pittman over London. I think it's a tough call there, but I think I'll probably just go over Pittman and Pitts just because of that latent ability. He's definitely got it in there. Dalton Schultz will be serviceable, but I think Kyle Pitts could could be magical, especially um, now we've got a much shortened um, route tree for that team as well. Damian Pierce, I think, is is the flex of option of choice here. I put Miles Sanders there because it's elevated B. John Robinson. I, I kind of get that. Um, I'll take Youngway Koo in the NFC and probably take Tampa um as as my um as my defensive choice here if I, if it guns my head and of course B. John Robinson as a rookie. I, I make it a five to five with the NFC South getting it just on rookie basis. I think it's a close run thing and it doesn't like either of these teams at all. Um it's really, really, really bad. Um considering we've had eighty and ninety percent playoff chances and now we're twin we're averaging twenty across these two uh two sets of fancy teams. It is not pretty. And um, guys, with that shorter episode, because we don't want to talk about bad players, don't want to talk about bad teams. There are good players in that, but they're bad teams overall. And I think because of that, bad teams generally lead to worse fancy play. I think that's a thing. Um, yeah, who would you rather? An Eagles, uh, a player from the Eagles or a player from the Texans? I know I'd be picking the Eagles every time. Thank you very much. Uh, again, um, you've probably heard in the mid-roll of this that we're, we're doing a, a competition, so go sign up to that competition as well. Support the pod, uh, rugbywithpads.com, all socials at rugbywithpads. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you next time on the Virtual Gridiron. Mm-hmm.